Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Blended and Blessed. We are two moms and stepmoms bringing you raw stories, information, and tips about our everyday life in a blended family. I am Angela, and I'm here, of course, with Nicole. This is episode seven, and today we're going to talk about our kids and wishes and hopes that we have for them, um, things that we hope they know, and where we see them in their life down the road. So, um, Nicole, if you want to start. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I wrote out a list, a couple different things, um, you know, that I really hope my kids take away from me raising them the way that I do. And I'm just going to kind of go down, say what I've got and talk a little bit about it. Um, The first thing I've got on the list is happiness. You know, whatever it takes to make them happy, I hope they reach for that and they strive to have pure happiness in their life as they get older. Um, Friendship is another one. I think friendship among their siblings, um, friendship among peers that they meet growing up through high school, college, and life in general. Um, You can never have too many friends, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Health. I definitely hope that they have not, maybe not excellent, but they have, you know, decent health mentally, emotionally, and physically. Um, Integrity. Always to do the right thing. That's a big one that we're working on right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, own up, like you said, own up to things that you do. Um, Just just be a good person overall. Mm -hmm. Love. Love for themselves. Love for a partner in life. Um, Kindness. I think you can never have too much kindness in the world. And I think that's what a lot of people lack. And I think if they can show kindness to other people in the world, you know, maybe it would rub off. Financial stability. Definitely don't want any of my kids to have to struggle in life. Um, Want them to get a good education and, you know, go to school and be a productive citizen. Definitely wish that they have confidence in themselves. I feel like confidence can kind of give them a foot in the door to many places. Definitely would like to see them travel. Right now, they're all scared to go on an airplane. So, I don't know why, because they've never even been on one, but whatever. So, hopefully, they'll travel, like, outside of our immediate circle somewhere else. Just to see different people and different cultures and different, you know, different way of life. Um, And I think one of the big things I want for them is just to just be grateful. Grateful for things that they have in their life. Grateful for things that are are given to them or that they work for. Um, Nobody likes a snotty bitch, so (laughs) I don't want my kids to be like that. (laughs) Just keeping it real. Um, I mean, I think that's really... That, those are my I, probably my biggest wishes for them. Yeah. Just, you know, overall, just be yourself. Don't take no for an answer if no is not what you want. Um, you know, if you don't believe in something, don't go with it just because everybody else is. Yeah. Um, you know, just they're, they're good kids now. So I would hope to see that they would continue to build on that and move forward. And, you know, as they become adults... they'll uh you know keep keep trending the way that they're trending and just be a really good citizen in the world yeah you talked about health uh that is like such a big one and one that i worry about all the time for my kids like the mental health aspect just Mm -hmm. with everything that's going on in the world right Mm -hmm. now and all that 
like that I just worry about all the time. Like even little things, like I see how my daughter reacts to things or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I'm, I just, I try to sit down and talk with her all the time. Like you can't act like this. Like this is what's going to happen. Like, especially working uh, in the hospital and seeing all the types of people that come in there mm-hmm. with all their different mental health issues and things like that. I'm just like, oh God, they're going to have to grow up in this world with these people. Yeah. And it's scary. And I hope that, you know, they don't have to deal with things like mm-hmm. I see and all that. So, yep. you know, that's one thing I worry about the most. Yeah, I think that's one of the big ones that I worry about for them also. Just because, like you said, with Riley, you can see now the way that she's reacting to things and... The girls are, my girls are just the same. And Kayla and Taylor, sometimes I can see them getting real anxious mm-hmm. or just like being overwhelmed um, with school. And I think one of the big things is their friends that they hang around really cause a lot of, I wouldn't say drama, but there's always something going on. Yeah. And I can always see them. And I always, my always advice always is don't get involved with that. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't get involved with that. Number one, because they know I would tear their ass up. Number two, <laughs> because I don't want to have to deal with that. And they don't need to deal with that either. You know, they're 13 and 14. They have other stuff to worry about. And yeah, it's scary. Yeah. It's not the same world like when we were teenagers no, at all. So I just hope, you know, by talking to them and giving them the opportunity to you know try to express what's going on with them that they'll understand okay it's not bad to talk to somebody or yeah you know i don't i don't have to keep it all bottled up inside right yeah that was that was one of my biggest things growing up like my parents and my family we never talked about anything Mm -hmm. like if you had an issue we just went in my room and didn't talk to nobody and i sucked it up and dealt with it myself (laughs) So that's that's one of the biggest things that I'm trying to, you know, make sure Riley's comfortable with at her age, like, and even Owen too, like, please feel comfortable coming to talk to right. me about anything. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. one of our big ones also. Um, I don't know if I've ever actually mentioned this, and I hope she doesn't kick me for this, but <laughs> Michaela, she's a therapist, uh-huh. um, and I think she's having a hard time, like opening up to her so I've been trying to express to her you know listen like that's what she's there for like I don't want you to keep that bottled up because she does I mean she'll bottle stuff up and then she'll just explode Mm -hmm. and I mean there's been times where I thought World War 3 was about to go down in this house (laughs) so I don't know I feel like since she already has that um, opportunity at her hands now that you know, she needs to take advantage of it. And I try to express to her, listen, you might think it's a funny thing or you might not take it that serious, but when you get older and you Mm -hmm. become my age, then you're going to kind of look back and be like, wow, I wish that was something I had actually taken advantage of or that I had actually come to somebody and talked to you or tell them, you know, so I don't know. It's so crazy now, like being older and understanding things so much more, how much you see, Mm -hmm. like oh, this is why I did this when I was younger. And man, I wish I would have changed this and did this. Yep. You know, now that I understand and know. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing that I try to express to them. I'm like, look, guys, 
I was your age one time. <laughs> I was a teenage girl, believe it or not. Like, I know what you're going through. It's okay. Like, I'm telling you these things from experience, not because I'm trying to hound you for something. Like, yeah. I'm just telling you who's already been there. I know what to expect. You should know what to expect. It just sucks because no matter how many times you tell them that, they're still going to be like, oh, whatever, mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, so I have like a whole lot of things. Um, a lot of a lot of self uh, self uh, I don't know how to express it. Self. Uh, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> uh, self emotion things. I don't know um, that I wish for them. I mean, pretty much like you know that they'll always have a good heart and be very open-minded um to all walks of life like you know don't be so quick to judge people and um you know push people away just because you're like oh okay he looks weird or you know whatever like at the same time trust your intuition but of course (laughs) but um you know don't be so quick to push people away just because they might be a little bit different than you i've actually had that talk recently (laughs) with one of the girls yeah um some other things like um just to be a strong person especially um for a girl to be a strong woman to make sure you stand up for yourself no matter what um and learn to always like you said be able to say no if you feel like something isn't right um being able to understand that a boy or a girl is not going to make you happier than you can make yourself mm-hmm. um that you really understand and know yourself um and grow up to know what you want in life before you involve somebody else in your life yep um to with money as well um to understand that it's it's not something that just fits in your purse your true worth is within um to not be a spoiled brat (laughs) yep um I hope that their idea of a good time will be things like a good book and movie and popcorn and climbing trees outside and not sitting inside playing video games 24-7 or on their phones. Yeah. Um, I know that's hard these days, but I really try to have them go outside and play and do other things other than... We do too. Being young. Especially now that summertime's coming and they're going to be off school. Yeah. You know, they love to be outside, but given the opportunity, they would sit inside on their friends all day. Yeah. So, I mean, even last last summer, I we had to instill a rule that they had to go outside for at least one hour. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, I mean, they meant that because they went swimming almost every day. Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. you know. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, um... Some other ones that I had down is just, like, I hope that when they're older, they remember that, you know, everything I did was for the best for them, and that I always tried to be a good mom as much as I could, um, and that they would forget all the times I yelled at them, um, and one thing is to always remember, like, our family traditions that we had, um, no matter how corny they were, and then I hope that when they are older and have kids that they 
are able to like pass along those things to them as well um and hopefully I'm around to share some of those things with their grand or with my grandkids um and then just to never stop learning that there's always going to be things that they don't know or understand um no matter how old they are no matter how much education they get there's always going to be things to learn um that they don't think that they're you know better than anybody um that they always help those that are less fortunate mm-hmm. um and let's see that they'll always be able to confide in us we talked about that already but um like a friend but respect us enough to remember that yeah. we're still their parents Um, And I hope that when they're older, they are able to find a passion that, you know, they, whether that is something that they do for work, whether it's a hobby, whatever, I just hope that they find something they really enjoy doing. Um, And that they just always work hard in everything they do. Um, And probably one of the last things is that, that, that I hope they know is just that they are even, even though I was younger when I had Riley and didn't really have my life (laughs) planned as to what I wanted to do and kind of had her as a surprise. Um, I hope that she knows as well as the other kids that they are the best investment I ever made. Oh yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I think, um, I don't know if you've had to kind of like have any of those talks yet, but I have, um, I've had to have a talk with a couple of, a couple of times, mostly about, I mean, you know how kids are, how teenagers are, they're rude most of the time. (laughs) But one of the girls came home from school and was pretty much like telling me about this new girl at her school and how like nobody likes her and she's just like a horrible person and I was like well Taylor do you even know her and she was like well no but she always tries to start a fight with everybody and I was like maybe she just needs friends Uh, she's a new girl like maybe that's her way of like trying to she doesn't know how to express herself right so you know I said why don't you talk I'm not talking to her (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like listen you can't be like that your whole life because Mm -hmm. not everybody is gonna be suited for you they're not gonna always mesh with your personality and I, I said when you're judging somebody up front before you even talk to them you're automatically just like disqualifying them from ever being like a potential friend or something because you just see how she acts in class. Mm-hmm. Now, I said, I, I can kind of understand, you know, if she were being friendlier, it might be easier, but you as a person who sees that should think, all right, let me try to talk to her. Now, if you try to make friends with her and she acts the same way and she don't want to be your friend, oh, well, you tried. Yeah. But... You can't just, like, automatically judge somebody. Right. We've had that talk a couple of times. And I think one of the biggest talks that we've had is just trying to instill confidence in them in multiple aspects. School, sports, at home, 
you know, like I say all the time, they're really good kids, but sometimes I think they just don't really think they're that great. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know if that has come from before I started dating their dad. And that's just like something happened along the way when they were raised Mm -hmm. younger. Maybe they didn't have somebody trying to instill confidence in them or self-worth or love or anything like that. So I'm trying to tackle all of this now before (laughs) they get out in the real world and they get a a big shock. (laughs) Um, you know, because I tell them, like, when when you graduate high school, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you, it's, you're going to be an adult. And I was like, and what we're teaching you now is preparing you to be an adult. I'm like, these are things that you're not going to learn in school necessarily. I'm like, so now would probably be, like, the best time to mm-hmm. start listening. Like, what we're telling you. Yeah. But same thing all the time so I mean honestly and you know I'm I'm totally the type of person that's like they're gonna learn the hard way yeah for sure so I tell them all the time I'm like unless you really want to learn the hard way then I suggest you know you start implementing things that we're talking about Mm -hmm. but you know mom I don't want to listen to you that's That's how how it goes that's how I was you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) I was the same way yeah. So, like, sometimes I give them the benefit of the doubt and just trust that if they have to learn the hard way, then they'll learn the hard way and move on. Yep. And I'll say in most scenarios, you know, if they're learning something the hard way, the next time that comes around, they think back, oh, yeah, I should have never lied about that. I'm in the same situation. Let me not lie about it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I guess the big thing is I just want them to... Be productive and not just, you know, do nothing with their life. Yeah. They have big dreams and I tell them, in order to reach those dreams and those goals, you got to do these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, trust me. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're getting there. But I tell Michaela all the time, I'm like, you're about to be 15. In three years, three years, you're going to be an adult. And... I was like, you're going to go to college. And I was like, when you go to college, you're on your own. Like, you have to do everything for yourself. (laughs) Now, I told her, I was like, granted, like, if you're living with us, whatever, that's fine. But when you're in school, I'm like, mom and dad don't go down to your school to register you. You do it. Mom and dad don't go down to make sure, talk to your teachers because you're not turning in your homework because you're failing your class. You got to do that. And, I, and I'm like, you're just, you got to learn. You got to do it. And so, I don't know. We're working on that. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, Riley's not quite at that age yet where <laughs> I'm worrying about that. But I know it's going to come any day now. Um, so, we'll see. I don't know. I just, I worry all the time that she's going to go down paths that I went down and I just like you know I you always want so much better for your kids than you had yourself you know even if you had a good life like you still you want better for your kids yeah definitely and so that's one thing I worry about all the time and I'm always trying to think like what did I want different about my childhood that I can give her right you know yep I think the same I try to, you know, really instill that in them and just make sure that they understand that 
we're not doing it to be mean. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it to make their life hard. Right. Um, just telling you because we know from experience. Mm-hmm. And then I think back and I tell them all the time, my parents were the same way with me. <laughs> I was like, I went through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? Honestly, I didn't listen to my parents. I yeah. I learned pretty much everything the hard way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to save them, you know, all this failure and heartache and just get them on the right path right. to do it. Yeah. So, but I tell them, I'm like, it's up to you guys to accept the help or not, to take the advice. And if you don't, I'll stop you. Right. You'll come back and ask me anyway, like you always <laughs> do. So I'll have your answer then. I know. And then I like contemplate it because I'm like, I feel like I'm the type of person that I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty well-rounded. I'm pretty mm-hmm. open-minded. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, you know, smart when it comes to things. And so then I think like, well, my parents raised me and this is how I turned out. Mm-hmm. So should I raise my kids like that? Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind if they <laughs> right. no, turned no, no. out, you know, how I am. Mm-hmm. But then again, like when I was younger, I always wished that I had somebody to talk to because... I always had it to keep everything bottled mm-hmm. up inside and deal with it myself because they were never that type of people to talk to anybody. Right. So then it's like, so should I be the same way or should I have them know that I'm here and, you know, they can be open with me? Yeah. So then I'm always like contemplating like, well, which one is going to be better for them in the long yeah. run? <laughs> You know, I think about that too, so sometimes I just try to, like, give them probably an overload on my part, overload of, like, advice and suggestions, just so they, like, have all of it, and then (laughs) they can choose what to do with it. So, you know, if they want to come to me, or their dad, or somebody else, the big thing I tell them is just, like, listen, if, if, if something's not right, or you need help, and anything... Just say something. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're at now. Where the big part is, they struggle with asking for help. Mm-hmm. Whether it's help with homework, help with softball, a sport they're playing, help with you know trying to navigate um, friendships or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I tell them that's the big thing. You know, I just, you guys got to be productive. I mean, we're not mind readers. Mm-hmm. And so, if something is bothering you or you're not sure on something, just ask. Yeah. Just ask. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, you know, even with, like, school, like, when they have failing grade, Michaela, for example, how to F in health class. Oh. Health class, that's an online class, okay? She started the class in January. We didn't even know she was taking the class. She never mentioned it. It's not on it. They use like a different grading system. So it's not on the normal class schedule. Okay. Then towards the end of February, check her grade. She comes home. She tells us she has an F in the class. And I said, well, why do you have an F? And she's like, I have 10 missing assignments. Oh, what? 10 missing assignments? Why did you not ask for help? I don't know. So, did you talk to your teacher? No. Why not? I don't know. And I'm like, all of this could have been avoided if you just went to your teacher. Mm -hmm. If you weren't sure on how to do something, you went to your teacher and asked for help. Mm -hmm. I'm like, see? 
So then she spent like a good two weeks trying to catch up on all of those assignments on top of softball practice every day, softball games, household stuff that she does, chores, responsibilities she has at home. And just for her to do it all, and now she has yeah. an A in the class. And I'm like, do you see? Two weeks you spent crunching everything because you went two and a half months without doing any anything. Yeah. And I said, I just... I don't, I don't, I struggle with trying to make them understand that <clears throat> no one is here to embarrass them or belittle them. Like, I don't understand why it doesn't click in their head that all they have to do is ask. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes they'll ex- their excuse will be, well, I didn't want to get in trouble. Well, you, you're going to get in more trouble yeah. because you're, because the outcome is probably going to be something that, you know shouldn't shouldn't be yeah i feel like i just i had the same conversation with riley this year because they're doing like harder work and Mm -hmm. things like that in school Mm -hmm. and um she brought home now riley's always been like a straight a student and whatever i mean she's only in third grade but still um you know she's always been really good at everything so she like came home brought a paper home that was like a d and i'm like what is this like this is totally out of your norm Mm -hmm. what is this and she's like, well, I didn't understand this, and I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, so you just leave it blank? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why wouldn't you go ask your teacher? Like, go say, mm-hmm. well, he told us we couldn't have any help, and da 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 And I'm <laughs> like, uh, no, you still can go talk to him and say, hey, I don't understand this. Yep. Um, can you please help me? Yeah. Because otherwise, this is what's going to happen, and you're going to continue to get bad grades, and then you're going to be in big trouble, mm-hmm. and all this stuff's going to get taken away from you. Yeah. It's the same. Totally the same as me. I don't... They would rather... Like, homework. They would rather just not do it, or not do the classwork, because they don't understand. And classwork, like... I mean, it adds up. Mm-hmm. And I tell the girls, I'm like, if you're missing classwork, I can't help you with that because I don't know what you're doing in class. You're yeah. usually watching a movie or a PowerPoint or something and you got to take notes on it or whatever. Right. I can't help you make that up. So they learned the hard way and how to take zeros <laughs> last year for a bulk of the classwork that they lost, mm. that they didn't do. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, why? Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I'm like, well, I'm going to tell you what I do know. You're either going to start doing your work or we're going to have more problems. I don't know what to tell you. One of the biggest problems that I've been having with Riley lately is her bringing her work home. Oh, I forgot it. I forgot it at school. And I'm like, yep. well, you need to figure out what you need to do to remember it. Yep. Like, do you look at your planner every single day? Put a note in there that says, bring home, blah, 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 whatever it is. Like, something. It was two days in a row. She forgot her words that we had to study for her spelling test and her math books to study for... She always has a test every Friday on both of those. And I'm like, this is nothing new. How long have you been in school now? Like... You yep. know this happens every Friday. You know you have to bring your stuff home. Yeah. So I told her, I'm like, if you don't bring your stuff home tomorrow, you're not going to softball the rest of the week. Like, you're done. So then, of course, she was crying like a little baby. But <laughs> whatever. No, I, it's the same. I just, I don't understand. 
But now I tell them, I'm like, listen, most of your class stuff is all online. Like, you better get on there and start emailing one of your teachers. You better ask them. You better look on Google Classroom, see what you can find. Yeah. And- you better Snapchat one of your friends, <laughs> ask them to send you pictures of the book. Like, I don't know, but you better figure it out because... Yeah, you're responsible enough to bring home your shit. Like, <laughs> even in third grade, she's the same way. They have a Google Classroom and all that yeah. stuff. And um, there was an assignment. And luckily, her teacher is super on everything. He sends an email like every week explaining what they're doing and all this stuff. So he had sent an email saying they had to do this thing where they like read and then they answer ten questions. And it's on their, it's online, it's on Google Classroom or whatever. So I don't know how to get into that stuff. Right, right, yes. And so she's like, I'm like, all right, so he said you have to do this. And she's like, well, I don't know how to get on that. I'm like, excuse me, what do you mean you don't know how to get on that? You do this every day in class. And she's like, yeah, but I've, I keep trying and it won't work. And I'm like, well, you're not in Google Classroom, so how do you get on Google Classroom? Well, I don't know. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so, you know, then I have to email the teacher. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, she should know how to get on her Google Yes, Drive. yes. And I'm like, oh, yes. my gosh. Yes. I'm like, all right, well, now I feel like an idiot because now I have to email him back again and be like, well, she doesn't. So, can you explain this? Oh, my gosh. This was literally the same conversation I had with her health teacher. I emailed him because I guess he uses a different program and I emailed him and I said you know can you explain to me how I can access this and he says well Michaela should know how to get on there and I'm like okay well I want to know how to get on there she just what can I do on my own computer like help me understand and he's like oh well I don't know what her login is but here's a link and try this so eventually we figured it out yeah and now luckily anytime that she's like missing one assignment he'll email me immediately and say she's missing it and that's good um so yeah that's good yeah but... I think um missing 10 assignments is a little much that yeah he should have uh right why, why would they not reach like at what point do they decide I should reach out to the parents like, <laughs> maybe never? after three I would be like um, so your kid's already missing three assignments. For real. And I'm like, I just, I don't understand. That's a whole nother topic. Teachers and all that. <laughs> I mean, I know that they're older and they should be more responsible for themselves, but 10 assignments is a little much that I would have been reaching out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah That's much. like... That's like, like I said, this teacher she has this year is like amazing. He keeps in contact with the parents and, and I absolutely hate how it is literally teacher by teacher. Like they don't have any set rules as to how you have to do things. Mm -hmm. It's all like up to you. Mm -hmm. So it's literally whatever teacher you get, you better just hope they are on their stuff Mm -hmm. because like this year... We get an email all the time. I know what she's doing. I know when she's doing it. I know when they have tests. I know what she has to study. I know everything. Mm -hmm. Last year, we heard from her teacher maybe five times the whole year. Mm -hmm. I was in talking to the principal. I can't tell you how many times because I go in for conferences and they're like, oh, she 
has an A, she has an A, she does really good, da, da, da. but here's her cumulative test and she got a C on it. And I'm like, where did this come from? Um, I've never even seen this before. I didn't even know she was having tests. Like, you guys have never even told us, like, hey, uh, make sure your child studies for this. Or, mm-hmm. um, why wouldn't you... My, my daughter was in second grade last year. Like, she's not 15. Mm-hmm. Why would you not include the parents in knowing mm-hmm. when you have tests and stuff done? Oh, well, we don't... We just don't really think that's necessary. Well, obviously it's necessary because my daughter's a straight-A student and she's getting a C on this test. So, so there, there obviously was something going on mm-hmm. where... You know, she didn't study, whatever it might have been. Oh, well, this was just a cumulative test, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, That sounds like a big deal to me because it's, you know, a cumulative test means that she had all these units and she probably forgot unit one mm-hmm. and, or, and unit two and, you know, you did unit three, whatever, and now you're taking a cumulative. She probably didn't study at all, so mm-hmm. she has done forgot the first lesson yep. she learned. Yep. And then you don't even tell the parents about it. Mm-hmm. Like, she just, it was a mess. Yeah. Absolutely. I hate, I, I mean, I think a lot of it is cool that they do it online now, um, yeah. grades and stuff. But that's another issue I have is maybe like one or two teachers puts the grades in. Nobody else does. No. Is this high school? And or middle school. Or, oh, middle school. Both. Because we don't have any of that in elementary school. Oh, really? You guys don't have that yet? I mean, not that I've been told. Oh. Well, you might not because they might not be learning. They might not be. Do they get like actual letter grades on mm-hmm. report cards and stuff? Yeah. Huh. Not until third third grade. Maybe it was second. I don't know. Second or third, they start doing the hmm. A's and stuff. Well, just to prepare you, <laughs> most of the teachers suck. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I get it. They're teachers. They have a lot going on. But, like, I feel like if you want us to help be a team with the teachers and stay mm-hmm. on top of what our kids are doing at home, then you should be putting their grades up there. Yeah, like, for, for example, sure. one of Michaela's classes never put anything up there. So then we would get a, a midterm progress report or the report card and her grade would be like a B. And I'm like, all right, cool. Or we would get a midterm and her grade would be a D. And I'm like, well, why do you have a D? And and go to look online. I can't see anything that she's done. Nothing. And I'm like, so then I got to email the teacher. And then I got to wait. And half the time they don't email me back. And I'm like, <laughs> this is stupid. I will go to the school if I have to. Like, I'm not afraid to be that parent. At yeah. Taylor's school, they already know me. <laughs> I walked in there to pick her up the other day. And she was like who's your daughter again? You look familiar. I've seen you in here a few times, like pointing her finger at me. And I was like, Taylor. And she's like, oh yeah, you're Taylor's mom. That's right. She was like, I'll remember that next time. And I'm like, is that a good thing? (laughs) But, um, no, it's just, it's frustrating because they don't put their grades in and then you're trying to email them and they don't respond. And for example, beginning of this year in January, I emailed, three of Taylor's teachers. I didn't hear back from either one. None of them. Still haven't. Hmm. I mean, it was something minute that she, Taylor and I took care of, but. Yeah. I was, it was the same way with Riley's teacher last year. Like I would email her and she wouldn't email me back. And it got to the point where 
I was sick and tired of it. Like, I am sitting here reaching out to you. I'm doing my part as a parent to figure out what's going on Mm -hmm. and you don't give a crap and are not emailing me back whatsoever. So then I would forward it to the principal um, because if you aren't going to take care of it, and she is because I'm going to get it taken care of somehow, Mm -hmm. um, of course she was not much help and (laughs) it was just like, oh, well, you know, we don't see this as a big deal. What is it that you want from all of this? (laughs) And I'm like, I want to know what's going on with my daughter in class. Mm -hmm. I want to know when she has tests. I want to know, you know, what she has to study. Uh, She's only seven, eight years old at the time. Like, she's not 15. Right. Like, hello. Even now, it's the same because we we don't get... I mean, we don't get anything that shows they have a test coming up unless we see it on, like, their grades and we can see that it's coming. Otherwise... They don't tell us. Yeah. I mean, so I kind of understand when they're older yeah. that they want to have them have more responsibility. Right. But at that age, when they're like seven... No, I agree with um, you. They don't right. have a ton. Like, right. yes, they should start having responsibility, mm-hmm. just like Riley right now, bringing home her work and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, but as far as like having tests and all that stuff, um, yeah, the parents should still be made aware. I think so, too. Because then that you at home can encourage her or make her, for right. lack of a better word, <laughs> study. Right. And not get that C. Right. Like, that could have all been avoided with a simple, hey, we're having a test on XYZ. Mm-hmm. Send home a freaking paper in the backpack if it's that serious. Like, right. I mean, I don't know when they stopped doing take-home folders and stuff. Because um, Taylor in middle school even has one. Yeah. For one of her classes that she puts notes in and brings it, and I check it, and you know, yeah. it works. She got an A in that class because yeah. I know what's going on. She yeah. knows what to study for. Like this teacher, if you get anything below a B, he makes the parents sign it and they redo it and can send it back. Mm-hmm. But the parents always have to sign everything, like all, all their grades, tests that they do, and stuff. Like, I wish. I just don't know why everybody can't be consistent and have mm-hmm. the same rules of things they have to follow. Like You're that. right. I agree. I agree with that because then that kind of throws a wrench. Like, I told Michaela before she started high school, I was like, listen, when you go to high school, like, they're expecting you to be responsible. They expect you to do your work. Like, many teachers are not going to give you the opportunity to make stuff up because... You should be responsible the first time. Yeah. And, um, I mean, she had to learn the hard way that, but, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. <laughs> the school and everything. Yeah. I mean, teachers have a big responsibility yeah. and, and are a big part of molding our kids. To I get it. Yep. Be who they grow up to be. And,. Mm-hmm. I just feel like some of them should take that a little bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even at the youngest age, because that's where they're mm-hmm. really grasping and holding everything in the most is yep. when they are younger. Yep. My stepmom is a teacher, and um, I talk to her sometimes just complaining about teachers in school in general. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I see things from her side where, you know, she stays late pretty much every day because she's totally the involved teacher. She's the one that's 
sends emails, sends things home, does this, does this, make sure all the kids are prepared for their test, make mm-hmm. sure that, you know, they're there. Because obviously she wants to see them succeed. Like, right. that's what she's there for. Right. So she has to do a little bit more work on her part, but, like, that's her goal. She wants yeah. all the kids to ask. She don't want to see them again come through the, because, you know, they failed her class the first time. Right. Because then she feels like she's not doing a great job as a teacher. Right. Which makes sense. Yeah. Like, for sure. you're teaching my kid this stuff. I want you to do what you got to do to make sure my kid's passing. I'll do what I got to do. Yeah. But, like, we're a team. We have to work together. Yeah. There has to be communication. Um, and if not, then look where we go. Right. Bad grades. Missing homework. I just feel like everybody in the world should understand and know that communication is key to everything in life. Yep. Everything. Co-parenting, work. Yeah. uh, Like everything. Relationships, friendships. Yeah. Jobs. Being able to be clear and understanding on both ends. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand when people don't communicate. No, I agree. I agree. So, so yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I just hope that Riley finds or has good teachers like she has now and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we continue on a good path and that they help her to mold into the person I would like to see her Mm -hmm. be. You know, just to be a good, good, providing, caring citizen and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think the same. Um, I mean, as much as I wish their teachers were a little bit more involved with parents, mm-hmm. you know, I, I realize that that's not always the case. And so I try to do my best to make sure that, you know, I'm staying on top of them. Yeah. And that they're going to be productive, especially now that Michaela's in high school. And I tell her all the time, you know, good grades will get you far in life. Like, you yeah. can go to school for free on a scholarship. Yeah, because you're Because your grades. Mm-hmm. Your grades would get you somewhere before your sports would. Mm-hmm. And I think what her softball coach always says... Um, you're a student athlete, not an athlete student, because you're a student first. It's good. Um, yeah, so, and you know, they really push, I'll say that, they really, um, from the sports aspect, you know, they, they tell them, like, you have to have this GPA to play, like, yeah. it's not necessary, like, her basketball, I mean, workouts, workouts, workouts have started. Oh my goodness, and already? they have to have a 3.25 to just work out. Just to work out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, I tell I her mean, those things. that's good that they yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. And I tell her, you know, it's it's easily attainable, but you just have to push yourself. Like, yeah. I know you want to be a kid, but... Because to be eligible, isn't it only like a 2.5 or something mm, like Something that? like that, yeah. I can't remember 2.5 or 2.75. It's been so long since I've been in school. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I don't well, know. I think we, yeah. Further. yeah. I just want them to really understand that, you know, someone is always going to be there for them. They just have to take that opportunity and, mm-hmm. you know, make sure they maximize their opportunities in life. Yeah. Maybe if we keep this podcast going in like 20 years, we'll come back and 
let everybody know how our kids <laughs> turned out. <laughs> maybe. They're dying to be on the podcast, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe so we'll we do to, that we gotta next do that. time. Yeah, next yeah, time yeah. we'll do one with we the We gotta kids. do that. They really, like, they really yeah. want to be on it. Okay, well, um, do you have anything else that you want to talk um, about or say? No, or? I don't think I do. I think that pretty much covers it. Okay, well, hopefully you will come back next time and... We promise it won't be so long. <laughs> yeah, and, and we, um, yeah, we've just had a lot going on in our life. So we apologize <laughs> for the uh, delay of episode. But um, hopefully next time then we'll have the kids on so you guys can talk to them too. Yeah. Um, but Maybe then, we can even go live and do our live. Oh, yeah. So they can we'll actually do a live on yeah. Facebook so you guys can all meet them and everything. Yeah. That would be awesome. Okay, so... We hope that you tune in next time so you can meet our kids. And thank you for listening this time. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Blended and Blessed. We are moms and stepmoms bringing you raw stories, information, and tips about our everyday life in a blended family. I'm Angela, and I'm here with Nicole. This is episode eight. And today we have somebody new to introduce um, that's going to be helping with our website and our podcast, um, and her name is Erica. So we are going to let Erica tell you a little bit about herself, and I'll let you start. Okay, I'm Erica. Um, I have been married for a little over a year now. I have a seven-year-old stepson. He'll be eight next month. Um, I do in-home health care for a job and when I'm not working I'm doing my wifely duties and my stepmom <laughs> duties which normally include laundry and more laundry and cleaning and and more cleaning and that's pretty much my life I work and then I come home and do some more work and <laughs> try and keep everybody alive and everybody afloat but yeah sounds familiar that's pretty much me how long have you been doing in-home health care? Um, I've been doing in-home health care for a good couple of years now. I did used to work in facilities, mm -hmm. like assisted livings, nursing homes, stuff like that. But um, I kind of took a break from that just because it was hectic. And most facilities like that, they're all completely understaffed. And everyone is back. overworked <laughs> and very, very underpaid. And I like that in-home health care kind of gives me... A, just gives me my own freedom yeah, to do whatever to with my schedule, schedule yeah. yeah so if there's something you know if my stepson has an event or something I can let my job know or you know hey I can't work this day and they're really good at working with me too like when we pick him up on Wednesdays I normally get off early on Wednesdays that way I'm able to go pick him up and which is great for school and stuff like that too mm -hmm. so they're how, really good at working with me I like it how do you like in-home health care I enjoy it really? I really do yeah and I like the the one-on-one -on -one yeah. that I get with my residents as well versus in the facilities and stuff you have yeah, 10 so or 15 yeah. all to yourself <laughs> and you're like an octopus having mm -hmm. your arms all over the place doing whatever but I like the more personal yeah one-on-one -on -one where I can focus all of my attention and all of my time to them right. and what they need. Right. So Yeah, I started in in-home healthcare and I only did that for like a month. Yeah. That wasn't for me. Really? <laughs> no. You like the more upbeat, um, fast paced. Well, well, yeah, she's in the emergency room now. So. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you do. Um, 
Yeah, I started there, like, when I first ever got my license, that was, like, the first job that I did, because yeah. most places won't really hire you, like, right off the bat. Right. Um, so, I started there, and I had this one lady who I ended up doing an overnight with her, because her family was out of town, and she had dementia and everything, mm-hmm. so I stayed with her overnight, and it was in, um, Lake Linganore, which... The driveways are like really steep and it was like right by the lake and that the two bodies had just been found in the lake when I was about to go Uh and it was like real icy and stuff so I was like scared to death that I about going down their driveway to begin with and then it was all dark when I got there and then after it was just a mess but after all that happened the agency called, like, all the employees that had been there because, duh, the lady has dementia, but she was, like, calling her family and telling them that we stole all her jewelry and, like, all this stuff. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a mess, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. That, yeah, that's happened a couple of times, even with my company as well, and some of the girls that have been accused of it, they don't, they don't go back, like, yeah. after, after that. They had one where a girl was accused of, it wasn't like money or anything, I think it was like jewelry or something like that, Mm -hmm. and her family was like, "Um, I don't want her to come back here, you know, she's stealing, and then a couple of days later, they found what they accused the caregiver of stealing, and they called her and they were like, oh, I'm so sorry, please accept my apology, and she said, I accept your apology, but I'm not coming back. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. I definitely. Know. I mean, it, luckily, it the the um, family that she was living with was out of town, like across seas or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we nobody could get a hold of them. She was just like contacting family that was around town. But uh, luckily, they had like locked everything up in right. a safe, so yep. and she didn't know that. Yeah. But you know. So I'm like, I'm never dealing with that shit again. <laughs> so yeah. do you do like the same clients every day, or do you have like? I or have, guess like, what do you do weekly? I have a set client three days a week. Okay. The other two days, I kind of just, those two days are my days where I'm cleaning and I'm doing laundry and I'm running errands and stuff. But if I don't have, you know, anything to do that day and I know it's just going to be a chill day, I can pick up a shift. And I gotcha. still work like every other weekend. I work on the weekends that my stepson is with his mother. That's those are the yeah. weekends I work. That way, when we have him on the weekends, he has my full undivided attention. Do you do like eight-hour shifts or? It like all what, depends. What about your vary. set clients? My set clients, those are five-hour shifts. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's really not that bad. But there's always room to pick up mm-hmm. more shifts. I can't even tell you the last time I pulled a twelve-hour shift. So that part, I'm. <laughs> Trying to stay away from a little bit because yeah. I don't know if I have it in me anymore. But there's always room. Like, my job is all the time sending out text messages with shifts, you know, here, there, and this time, and this day, and stuff. So there's room to make money all the time, which is nice, which is nice. So, yeah. but I like having the freedom with my own schedule yeah. versus that, you know, Monday through Friday, nine to five kind of job where. Yeah you really only have weekends to do anything yeah. or you have to, you know, put in a request to have a day off. Now it's, you know, what's your availability and we'll work with that. So right. It's good. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. So today, um, we're going to talk about 
introducing, well, with introducing somebody new to our podcast, we're um, also going to talk about uh, mom friends and how hard it is to make friends um, when you become a mom, as well as ways to actually make new friends and whatnot. So, um, Nikki, what do you think? You got, <laughs> you have a lot of mom friends, don't you? <clears throat> no. No? I have a lot of mom friends. Maybe I'll I feel like you do. I was going to say... Well, okay, so for me, it's, I think it's actually harder for me to make mom friends just because I don't work with coworkers because I'm a nanny, so it's just me, and outside of that, I'm always busy doing stuff with the kids, so like, yeah. I don't know, I try to meet mom friends where I can, meet some online, um, like Erica, <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, I think, I have a good selection of mom friends, I'll say that, yes. But I think actually making time to do stuff with those mom friends yeah. is the hard part. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I have a group of friends that, you know, when I was 21 and 22, I like, that's who I went out with. And we all became really close. And there was like maybe a group of us, like five of us, that we all were really close and we're always together like every day doing stuff. So now that we're all moms, mm -hmm. um, I literally don't get to see them for months at a time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always busy with the kids yes. doing stuff constantly. Yes. But it's nice because because we were so close and are so close, you know, I might not talk to them for like four or five weeks, but I can still call them and be like, hey, you know, how's this going? What's going on with this? Da, 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 da. I need something. And, you know, it's like we pick up where we left yep. off. Um, so that's nice, but yeah, I mean, I feel like besides work, I don't see adult life. <laughs> yeah. For <laughs> months and months. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I think, I don't know, I think some of it also is, I'm not in a situation to meet mom friends. Like, yeah, when we were younger, we had school, we yeah. would go out, like, to the clubs, to the bars, <laughs> and now <laughs> I don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I personally really rely on like social media, Facebook, of course, to kind of meet moms. Yes. Yeah. But like, I'm also very, uh, what's the word for it? Like, put off by your standoff. Yeah. Stand. Yeah. There you go. I'm. I'm very standoffish about meeting new people because I'm very particular yes. about who I, I could keep in my circle. I for you, for mm -hmm. sure. You have to be. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah. Well, bitch, I'm trying to be friends with everybody. <laughs> I mean, damn. I think, and I want to know what you guys think about this, too. I want to know if you guys think it's harder for stepmoms to make mom friends uh, than it is for yes. moms. Because yeah. me, yes. personally, I have mom friends well I technically call them family because I mean I'm 23 so I'm a young right. stepmom mm -hmm. and a lot of my friends that are my age you know they're they have relationships and jobs but they're you know going on vacations and you know yeah. they're going to the bars and stuff on the weekends and right. you know they're you know living their 20s right. you know right. versus right. me I'm married mm -hmm. I have a seven-year-old stepson like I the mom friends that I do have, I could probably, besides you guys, I could give you three. And one of them is my sister. But, yeah. like, I feel like some people, it's harder for 
the stepmoms that don't have biological children mm -hmm. to make mom friends because yeah. some moms they don't think of stepmoms yeah as moms yeah. so you know That's they true. don't think that you're on the same tier you know yeah. i'm sure a lot of them judge you like oh yeah oh oh you're not a mom oh yeah. let me you tell you about like this. oh you're trying to be mom or right. oh you're trying to play mom let me tell you about this real life scenario that happened <laughs> so this was before i had my daughter but obviously you have the three stepdaughters i've been a nanny for 10 years i raised plenty of kids so this girl we'll call her amy okay <laughs> post something on facebook asking help like asking for advice from moms right so i chime in and honestly at this point i don't even remember what the topic was but i chimed in and she had the nerve to send me a message and say well, you're not really a mom, so when you become a mom, you might understand. I said, oh, bitch, bye, and deleted her <laughs> so fast. I didn't even reply to her. I was just like, the audacity. Number one, she had a kid who was only three, yeah, and that was her only child. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I have quite a bit more experience than you have with kids. Like, I've been raising them for over ten years. Like... Right. For real? So, yes, definitely there is a stigma against oh, stepmoms yeah. trying to make mom friends or give mom advice. Yeah. Because you didn't push the kid out of your vagina. Right. <laughs> but even though, I I mean, even though I didn't do that, are we not all still here for the same thing? Correct. You know, there are things yes. that my stepson's mom does for him that I also do for him. Right. You know? Yes. And, and vice versa, you know, with with the dads you know there are things that you know my husband his father does for him that you know his stepdad could do for him you know what i mean mm -hmm. so even though my title isn't you know my stepson's not running around calling me mom or mommy he slipped up a couple of times but it, it's not that he's you know running around saying oh erica's my mom erica's my mom right. it's, i'm his stepmom and he knows that but i still do the same things that a mom does. Yeah. I still love him the same way, you know, his mom does or the same way any parent would love their child. Just because I didn't push him out of my hoo-ha mm -hmm. doesn't mean I love him any less, you know. And yeah. even when future children come for me, you know, when me and my husband have, you know, another baby or whatever, it, I will still treat my stepson the same way that I would treat a baby that I did push out of my hoo-ha, you know. <laughs> so I get it. There's a huge stigma against us stepmoms and it's BS. <laughs> BS. We're important too. I'm just excited you said hoo-ha. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. Yeah. So I, I, just, I just feel like I don't like a lot of people. Yeah, yeah that's I'm the very, that's the other thing. Like I feel like Finding mom friends is almost like dating. Like, you have to... It's awkward. Talk about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, like... Especially because we rely heavily on social media, you have to kind of get to know them over social media first. And it's almost like you have to give them a survey. To yeah. Out. A survey. <laughs> I mean, it is. It really is. You ask all these questions. Your kids. Where are you from? How so, old are they? Okay. What do you do for fun? So... <laughs> I saw this thing online today, and somebody mentioned that there was, like, an app to meet mom friends. <laughs> and so I downloaded it just to see what it was. And 
you make a profile for yourself. Like, you put your kids, how many kids you have, whether they're boys or girls and their ages. You put um, a picture. You can either have yourself or your kids or whatever. Um, you put on there, like, you have to choose out of all these little things that they give you. Like, three of them. Uh, like, I think I put on there, like, that I'm crafty, that I like sports, you know, just different little things like that about yourself. And then, um, so you have this profile and then you go on and you, they do have like a forum where you can like talk to each other and ask questions and get your questions answered and all that kind of stuff. But then there's this other thing where like you meet moms by looking at that stuff that you did for your profile and you swipe up or you swipe down <laughs> just like a freaking dating app <laughs> and the other person has to swipe up too and if you guys match then you can talk to each other like it's ridiculous wow. but it's so funny because when I was seriously looking at it and I'm like yeah I wouldn't be friends with her because her kids aren't around my age oh I wouldn't be friends with her because she doesn't have boys that are my son's ages. You know, like, it's just so... Yeah. I'm very picky about that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Like, yeah. if I'm going to hang out with you, I want my kids to, like... Your kids. Your kids. Yeah, yeah, you know? Of course. So, there's just so many yeah, things that thing. go into it. I think the age, the kid's age, thing is a big factor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because, I, I mean, a lot of people I see, they're, they either have, like, older kids, or not older, but, like three and five and like mine are way older yeah. and mm -hmm. way down here <laughs> yeah. there's just a big gap so I mean there's a lot of people that I don't know seem cool but yeah because I even had like I had this one friend who had a daughter and she's around my daughter's age but they didn't get along very well and like I absolutely loved her and she was like one of my really close friends but we didn't really hang out much because I didn't want to be around her because they constantly were fighting and didn't get along. Yeah. And, like, she even questioned me because she would see, like, me going with one of Riley's friends and her mom somewhere or something like that. And, why don't we ever hang out anymore? And I'm like, oh, I like you, but, I mean, <laughs> Our if kids don't like each other. argue all the time, then I'm not spending time with you. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. If the kids don't mesh, then mm -hmm. it's almost like... We can't be friends. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I will say, I've, I totally forgot about this, but I saw it on there again today on the birthing circle, the mama matchmaker th thread. I think that's pretty cool because that's like one spot, like everybody can just tell you about themselves and you can kind of just like scroll oh, yeah. through and then, you know, just see... Like, okay, I've got, like, five friends that I could be friends with because whatever. So that's nice, yeah. but that's crazy about that peanut app. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. If anybody needs to go there, it's called the peanut app. <laughs> go find you some mom friends. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, I just feel like I just have so much scheduling conflict. That's the biggest issue. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Especially with three kids in sports. And my daughter's in travel softball, so we're, like, going a lot of weekends, and, yeah, I just mm -hmm. don't have time. Mm -hmm. Preaching's a choir. I know. That's kind of why we <laughs> are late on getting this next episode I know. Out. <laughs> we were busy, guys. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, that's so funny. I guess the other part that comes with being a mom friends is 
when you find the time to hang out with them, what do you do? Do you just meet up at the park so the kids can hang out? Like, or, I mean, is that what you do all the time? Like, yeah. do you go to other's houses? I don't know. I have no idea. Because <laughs> you never do it. Because I never do it. <laughs> I mean, I would like to. I would, well, I think I would like to. But it's yeah. always just like so much going on. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't done it in so long. Or then you, when you make the plans, like, yes, we're all going to meet up at the park tomorrow, 9 a.m. You get there and, like, then nobody can come. Yeah. Because this happened or that happened. Then I'm like. <sighs> yeah. And then you're just us. tired in general. I know. You're like, do I even really want to go do this? <laughs> like, um, maybe I'm going to tell her that my kid's sick, so we're not going to go. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's intimidating trying to make mom friends. And I don't know. I feel like the only new people that I get to meet are people in sports. Yeah. When they go, when they get a new team or whatever. And then half of them I don't like either, so. I like to think I have mom acquaintances, not yeah. mom friends. Like, yeah. a lot of mom acquaintances. Mm -hmm. So, like, when we go to the kids' basketball games or whatever games, like, there's all the other teen moms there that I'm acquaintances with. Yeah. And could chit-chat or whatever with them. Yeah. But I probably would never, like, have time to hang out with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it would just be nice to, like have time to go out with girlfriends yes mm -hmm. on our own time without kids yes but even those people I feel like probably have to be moms and understand like where I'm coming from that I have kids that I have to worry about my schedule uh, we're gonna take probably a month to figure out a date to go out <laughs> um, right so <laughs> Yes. I think so, too. I don't know. What, what do you, um, then what do you, what do you do once, where, where else do you go to meet mom friends besides online? In sports. That's it? That's it. I mean, I work a part-time job at the mall, too, so sometimes I meet some oh, ladies in there, but. You're so much more friendly than me, though, so. <laughs> I feel like every time I talk to you, you're like, oh, yeah, I was talking to uh, Cindy about this, and then, oh, yeah, and then Julie was telling me about this. I'm like, how do you know all these people? <laughs> like, I have no friends like that. That's what I said. I have a lot of, like, mom acquaintances. acquaintances yeah. yeah. Or moms who just happen to have kids, but we're not, like, mom friends. We're just friends who had kids. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Well, I mean, <laughs> I have my best friend, Sarah... She has two kids mm -hmm. and three, yeah, three stepchildren. And then my cousin, Heather, she actually has just one, but she's also a nanny. So, and obviously with my sister and my niece living in Germany, mm -hmm. I can't just say, hey, let's hang out today. <laughs> hang out, but right. I like that with my best friend and my cousin, I can, we can do those kid things together mm -hmm. like my cousin and I we've set up a, a date where I me and my stepson we go and hang out at her house and her and I will sit and we'll talk and we'll just you know yeah whatever while the kids run around and play and they love to play with each other yeah and my friend Sarah the same way I mean she's 
come to my house with her kids and, you know, my stepson's there and they'll run around and they'll play. Mm-hmm. Now, my friends that don't have kids, mm-hmm. we're kind of, I guess, not on the same, Page, yeah. the same wavelength, you know, because they can do things that, I was just saying, you know, before- I can still do, but I'm not going to do those things when my stepson is, you know, with me. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, oh, hey, I'm, I'm leaving tonight. I know, you know, you're here for the weekend, but stepmom's leaving for the night. I'm going to go and, you know, go to the bar and stuff. I'm right. not, I'm not going to do that. My, right. my priorities are different yeah. than theirs. So we kind of, I mean, we still talk and I mean, we still catch up every now and then and we're great and whatever, but just my priorities are a lot yeah, different than Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you feel like before you met your husband, um, whatever friends that you had that, like, didn't have kids before then, since you are younger, mm-hmm. do you feel like you still talk to them, or did you, like, lose a lot of friends once? No, I didn't. I, I mean, we still talk. Like, I had my best friend from... I don't even know when we started being best friends. Like, when we started going to school, she was at our wedding. You know, she, her and I, we don't talk all the time, but Mm -hmm. it's one of those, we can go months and months without talking, but when we do talk, it's like we picked up right where we left off. Mm -hmm. You know, like, nothing is different. So, I haven't lost any friends since, you know, becoming a wife and becoming a stepmom. Just it doesn't always match up all the time, you know, like I'll get invites, you know, Hey, we're having a bonfire tonight or, you know, Hey, we're, we're going to go to this bar or, you know, Hey, we're going to go downtown, whatever. And I'm like, Hey, that's cool. But, um, I have to work tomorrow and my stepson's here. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not doing that. And I'm 23, but that's really not my scene. Yeah. Like I would much rather be on the couch with my husband and my stepson in our PJs watching cartoons, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. than being in some loud frickin' bar <laughs> around a bunch of obnoxious people that I just want to smack around all night because they're just being stupid. Yeah. Like, that's just not... And a lot of people think I'm crazy for that because they're like, you're 23. This is the prime time of your life. You should be <laughs> out here doing everything stupid. You should be out here, you know, experiencing this and that. I'm like, I don't want to. Like, yeah. that's not what I I want. I've never been that, you know, hey, let's go bar hopping or hey, you know, let's go and drink all night long or let's go and, you know, do stupid stuff. I, I've never been like that. Yeah. I've always been very settled, yeah. I guess, you know, working my parents from a very young age. When I turned 18 and graduated high school, adulthood smacked me right in my mouth and they were like, okay, <laughs> we're not doing anything for you anymore. Like, you need to get a job. You're on your own. You know, you want a car. You're going to pay for it. You know, Mm -hmm. this and that. So, I jumped into that very early. And then I realized that I wanted a family. Mm -hmm. And I wanted that that family life. I didn't want the average 23-year-old life. So, I guess I've still taken my old friends with me. But the den- the den- dynamic that we have right now is just, it, it's a little different. Yeah. It's a little well, different. Well, it probably helps if you grew up that way. Like, your friends, you know, know who you are. And yeah. 
probably know that how how you are that way. Yeah. So that probably helps that you've kind of always been a homebody kind of yeah. person. Yeah. And yeah, so that probably helps and I a lot. enjoy it. Yeah. I'm I'm 23, but by 8:30, I'm re- yeah. I'm ready to turn lights off and go to bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I it, nothing really has changed. I mean, there are different aspects, obviously, and different, you know, wavelengths, but still friends, and my friends that don't have kids, they're accepting of me, you know, being a wife and being a stepmom and knowing that my life and my priorities are different than than theirs, so, I mean, it works out both ways. Yeah. Well, I have to say that I totally agree and get what you're saying. Um, so on that note, if you guys want some cool mom friends, hit us <laughs> up on our Facebook, Blended and Blessed, Instagram, Blended always, and Blessed. We always enjoy having new people. So if you guys want to like come be on our podcast, hang out, just meet us and hang out with our kids, whatever, hit us up. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening and um we hope you continue listening and hopefully our next episode will be sooner than six months was. <laughs> <laughs> so, bye guys bye bye